0: Hello and welcome to day three of the December specials. A little snippet of previous episodes to keep your outdoors fix going throughout December every single day. Today we have a 10 minute snippet of the interview that I did with Alan Bennett who is a scout leader. Enjoy. So, in the introduction to this, I would have spoke a little bit about how we're going to talk about sort of the mental health benefits of uh, this. And it's a, a subject I could potentially get quite passionate about. I'm, you know, I think we do a lot of things wrong as a society. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a little bit of a monologue now. <laughs> so bear with me. Because in the research to this, I sort of want to point it down the route of how, how this benefits children. And I... It was shocked, some of the stuff that I found. I mean, uh, it's, I think it's well documented that as a species, as a society, yeah. our, our mental health is suffering. Uh, and to me, it's quite clear why our mental health is suffering. We're animals and we are so far away from being an animal these days with modern technology and modern stress that biologically we're not, we're not designed to be, you know, we shouldn't be indoors all the time. We shouldn't be sat behind a desk all the time. We should be outdoors. And some of the stuff that I come across is, I mean, it's shocking, really. According to the Children's Society, one in six 15 to 16-year-olds now have a mental health problem. And that's up 50% in the last three years. Uh, 50% of mental health problems are established by the time that you're 14 years old. And the the highest risk group is 17 to 22-year-old women, so young women. Uh, And then moving on a little bit into adulthood, I mean, that always surprises me as a 37-year-old male. The biggest death, uh, cause of death for under 40-year-old males is suicide. And it's absolutely crazy when when you sort of sit there and you look at the fact that we aren't going outdoors as much as a society. And yet the benefits of going outdoors are huge. So perhaps you can sort of touch on the benefits that this has for uh, children and their development, growing up, and how it helps them into adulthood with their mental health as well.
1: Yeah, you know some shocking stats really into the Rob Um, to hear, the difficult to hear, and that's where I think scouting can play a big societal part, really. I've always believed this and there was a study a couple of years ago, um, I think it was University of Edinburgh or Glasgow, it was up in Scotland anyway and um, it, it was around um, a group of more senior uh, people in age uh, and they did a bit of research with them and they found that um, you're 35% more likely to have better mental health of, of at 50 if you've been a scout or a guide uh, and you, you might be able to get this up on youtube no. There's a bit of a bbc feature on it wow actually. and it just really showcased it just really showcased and they were t- you know they had them around the table talking about it but the importance of having that connection young and then that giving you better mental health you know once you got to 50 really um and you know I then flip that, you know, to some more of the question you were asking, Rob. When, when you know, I think oh, it was over four years ago, when we started looking into piloting scouting for four- and five-year-olds. So at the time, the pilot was called hedgehogs. So it, it then becomes squirrels. Okay. That's story for another day. <laughs> um, and one of the big things was that, you know, and, and you, we've probably seen it in this past week, if people have been watching the news with... Um, the Princess of Wales, I keep wanting to say the Duchess of Cambridge, but it's not that now, the Princess <laughs> of Wales, and her campaign that, that she launched about um, early years as well, and you know, between that ages of three and four, or uh, three and five rather uh, the brain develops the most at any other stage in your life, and from a scout's point of view, you know, we weren't involved in helping with that y- you know, the, the brain's developing so much, and they're not participating in scouting when we know it can have such a big effect um and that was one of the big sort of things that we often talked about um and you know as part of that initial piloting one one of the things was around school readiness as well and supporting young people of that age to to be ready for school you know and um and then I look back now and you know we you just touched on the pandemic, but there's so many children aged four and five now. Who because of the pandemic, never experienced social settings until literally the first day of school so they may have not been to nursery they may have not even been to a wedding of a family you know or a big family occasion like this and then they're put into school and it's extremely overwhelming and you know, I believe as we go on and progress, scouting's got a massive part to play with that, particularly now with squirrels. And just one example of that is, um, we had a young squirrel called Oscar uh, in a drain, in Liverpool, and Oscar had selective mutism. Um, so what this would mean was, you know, he'd often freeze, he'd really struggle to communicate he may only use hand gestures, you know, like thumbs up or a high five or he may only, like, whisper to someone he's close to, like his parents, you know and and this could often quite, you know, it happened happen quite a lot and after four weeks of being at Squirrels, I got an email from a leader with some feedback from a parent and and it just said... um. It explains Oscar's situation, but after four weeks, he went into nursery, stood up in front of his class, and just couldn't stop talking about squirrels. and <laughs> and, and that hit me at that moment because I thought, you know, if we're having an effect after three or four weeks, what's the impact that we can have? You know, if he stays in Scouts for ten years, you know, oh, no. that type of thing, and it and it's that that really hits home of the impact and if if they, we can help young people that age form them good habits early of you know mm. being involved in your local community helping out getting outdoors and experiencing that and have a value for the outdoors that's only going to make people better citizens as, as they progress through life really
0: yeah i mean that ties in really really nicely with another stat that i had as well I'm, I'm, This wasn't planned, by the way, that you were going to say that. (laughs) It really ties in nicely, though, because it's funny you should say that the child was in Liverpool, because another study that I found, and it was a massive study, it was in 2019, and it was uh, done with 900,000 participants nationwide, and it was uh, analysing people's mental health in people who grew up in rural settings versus urban environments, and it found that you were 55% more at risk of developing adult psychiatric disorder or an an adult psychiatric disorder if you grew up in an urban environment versus a rural environment and so the fact that this child had this issue in liverpool is obviously a one-off but the fact that he has access to the scout organization in a city environment which encourages you into the outdoors surely is going to help skew that statistic Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. definitely (laughs) And, and 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 also, you've got to bear in mind the fact that um, I think it's in Scotland now. They they can actually prescribe nature now, can't they? In Scotland, Have you heard about this? Yeah,
1: this that's is, is it a social e- prescription? Yeah, ecotherapy, it. It ecotherapy,
0: yeah. it's called. Uh-huh. And you can actually get a prescri- prescription from a number of Scottish doctors where they just tell you to go for a walk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, it's uh, It's crazy it's crazy how it's changed isn't it yeah and it's interesting you say that about that urban communities rob you know because it it touched on you know we're nearly a thousand squirrel drays and we know that 64 percent of them you know it's just over 500 uh, 550 or so of them are open in urban communities so again you know a, a
0: strong opportunity for us to have an impact in them areas amazing oh it sounds really really interesting what you're doing and and it's quite admirable, really, that you're sort of forging a path for scouts to be encouraging even younger people to get involved. Because I think when I grew up, I actually went to the Cubs myself, and the memories I have of being in the Cubs and then a few years in the Scouts as well were. I oh know I started in the Beavers. The Beavers were around when I was a kid. The <laughs> Beavers and Cubs is what I went to, uh, and I tell you what, thirty years on, thirty, nearly thirty odd years on, those memories still. Stick in my mind. I can still sort of smell the hall, you know, <laughs> it was in. It was one of those. It's ingrained in it, and I can still envisage the words that we went on a, sc- a camp to um, uh, Dover. And we did actually. We went on a day trip on a catarum to Calais and things like that. <coughs> and memories like that they still stick in my mind thirty odd years on. So the the, the 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 benefits of the scout organisation I felt, uh, and like I say, the mental health benefits for children and adults alike. Uh, uh, is massive really so thank you very much for everything that you're doing so thank you for listening to this uh, minisode we shall call it Uh, Just a shorter version of the full episode that was released earlier in the year. If you like what you hear, then all of the episodes are still available. Go back on your chosen app and scroll through and dig and delve into the world of the Outdoors Adventure podcast and listen to any of the full episodes that you like the sound of thank you for listening, not just to this episode, but for the entire year. It's been an absolute pleasure doing this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying the shorter episodes this month. I would love it if you would rate or review the podcast on your chosen app too. It does wonders to spread the word of the podcast and get it a bit more well-known and a bit of a wider listener base. See you next time.